What's up? We're live, brother. We're live. We're live. Uh, welcome to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and we are here to deliver some value today about building habits. Uh, we're going to talk about building habits. We're going to talk about how to break your bad habits, strategies for building positive habits, and creating habits that stick. So as you probably thing, know... Before, before yeah, yeah, we start, quick thing before we start. Recording this podcast is my favorite fucking habit. I just want to get that out there. Me too, man. I completely agree with you. I love that you just said that. Uh, this is definitely a habit now that we've done it for, I don't even know how many. We do this, and we've been doing this every day. I think we started out saying we want to do one or two a week, and all of a sudden it turned into five a week. And uh, I could do more. So um, what is a habit? A habit is a routine or something that we do on a regular basis that we either do know about or we do it subconsciously. And according to a Duke study, habits account for 40% of our daily behaviors on any given day. So there's a saying that your life only changes when your habits change. And that is clearly understood if 40% of your behaviors are due to habits. So what are the most common causes of habits? Typically, it's stress or boredom. You're either stressed and you are trying to do something to take your mind off of it, or you're bored and you're just trying to find some way to satisfy your energy. Um, so there's a couple different ways to break bad habits. We're going to start by talking about ways to break your bad habits, and then we'll go into strategies for building positive habits and making them last. So Brad, what are a few ways that we can break bad habits that we have? I think the the first thing to focus on when breaking bad habits is replacing it with a good habit. Ultimately, in situations in which you're using a habit to make yourself feel better, I think it's what you just mentioned, stress or boredom that causes your bad habits. There's likely a feeling that you're trying to remove and trying to remove that feeling is what has caused you to have that bad habit. And so you're still going to be in a situation in which you want to remove that feeling. But what you need to do is to change the way in which you're changing that feeling. And so take that bad habit and replace it with a good habit. And so a good example is a smoking habit. One where if you are feeling stressed and you, smoking makes you feel better because there's the, the hit from the, the nicotine and also the oral fixation of smoking something, it calms you down. You can find different habits that get you to the same end goal of feeling less stressed. So an example would be walking to help you burn off the steam of the stress that you were feeling from whatever it is that caused the stress in the first place. And then chewing gum as an example of something that could replace the oral fixation, something that people often suffer from when they're That's smoking. That's what I did, by the way. That's how I quit smoking, by the way. I, really? I started, when I quit smoking a while ago, I started chewing gum every time I wanted to have a cigarette. And, and you find that over time? To be honest, like, that's I, just I still have the gum habit to this day, but it's like, that's okay with me. I'm okay yeah, who, with the gum habit. I could chew five, six pieces habit. of gum. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You have a good breath habit. You got, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Uh, so you, you turned it, you turned a bad habit into a good habit. And I think coming back to the 
another point you made at the beginning of the episode is 40% of your behaviors on a given day are going to be habits. So we need to accept the fact that 40% of our behavior is going to be an autopilot habit. So that's just like, that's just truth. So you're going to have the habit. You just need to choose and influence the ones that you want to have. So having a chewing gum habit, I don't think is a bad one. You're going to have habits. That is one we should be comfortable putting on the list of things that, uh, that you do on a daily basis. Another thing you can do to break bad habits is cut out as many triggers as possible. And so this comes down to properly structuring your environment and also potentially who you spend time with, which is really a function of your environment. If we can define environment is where, what's present in the places that you're spending your time. So where you live and then, yeah, I'm, this is a circular, uh, the people you spend your time with. I think oftentimes there's a, uh, there's different types of habits and there's different ways that your habits can get triggered. But oftentimes you'll have contextual habits and in contextual habits, it's going to be your environment that triggers these things. And so the ones that are context driven, the easiest way to change those is figure out what in your environment is causing them and then remove that from the environment. And so I think that like leaving unhealthy food in your pantry or like yeah. if you're a smoker, when you drink, having alcohol in the house and drinking or anything like that, right? A hundred percent. Or you can also look at it like if you spend time with people that like piss you off or stress you out, and then that leads you to be stressed out, which leads you to a smoking habit. Like that stress is a trigger. So being in an environment that causes you stress can be a trigger. And so I think there are different ways to cut and to look at what, a trigger could be, but just recognize that anytime you're in an environment and it's like something reminds you or something causes you to feel a certain way, and then you find yourself falling into a habit, you want to bring awareness to that and figure out how can I remove those things from my environment? And then optimally, uh, if you can't remove them from your environment, figure out a different habit to replace them with. So you can you can start to look at the different options that you have based on the tr- the type of bad habit that you're trying to that you're trying to prevent. The the next one and I think this is super powerful is visualizing yourself living as a person with a different habit, the habit that you want. And so the way in which the brain works is there's a certain level of friction when you're trying to break a bad habit. There's going to be natural, there's natural process in place where you've got neurons built in your brain and the ones that have habits fire very easily. And so changing that is a difficult process. The actually, the act of visualizing new habits starts to shortcut building the habit that you want. And so you can go from taking a bad habit and turning it into a good habit merely by visualizing the new identity, the new habit that you want to be cultivating. And this is essentially practice for your brain to start building the habit internally so that or building the habit 
ahead of you even actually having to do it so that when it's time to go perform the habit, there's going to be less friction in your mind, like literally physically for you to go start doing that habit. So you're bringing down like the amount of energy you need to actually go perform that thing. And so I think, uh, I'll pause there. We, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I that th- th- yeah. those are, those are, those are the exact ways that I have broken bad habits in the past. Um, the only, the one other thing that I'll add to that is something that I, I just think is a fundamental thing, which is simply having a growth mindset and understanding that you have the ability to live as a person without this habit and you can break this habit is the most important thing. Like just understanding that you can get rid of this habit. And every time that you start talking bad to yourself, like, well, I'm already fat. I'm just going to eat the goldfish anyway. You can change that and say, I'm already fat, but I don't have to be. I actually can get in shape. I can be healthy. And once again, it's just a fundamental thing, but it's important to have that belief in the first place. Can I build on that? I think the habits are the things that you repeat doing, which means that in order to build habits, you need to get reps in and you need to do things over and over and over again. And that becomes a lot easier when you have the growth mindset that you were just talking about. You're going to like, you'll keep coming back to not eating the goldfish if you believe the things that you just said. If you believe that you don't need to be the person who's overweight and eats the goldfish. And so having the right mindset will let you keep taking the bats at building the habit to actually go build the habit. And so I think what you just said is actually monumental in terms of how to build habits, especially hard ones that are going to take time. Imagine building a habit of positive self-talk where you're constantly positive, where you're constantly reinforcing the fact that you can do anything that you put your mind to you'll start to want to do a lot more when you realize that there's a lot more that you can do. There are certain types of habits that I think people can consider as foundational habits in their life. Like if you do that thing, it will lead you to doing other good things. And the ones that come to top of mind for me are exactly what you just said. So if you're in a habit of positive self-talk, of reinforcing the identity that you've chosen, of being anti-fragile and being able to take bad situations and turn them into good ones, that's going to allow you to do a lot more things in your life. It's going to unlock you taking action on the things that you want. So it's that first habit will lead to the other habits that you want in your life, like potentially exercising, eating right, having good relationships, or doing the things in a relationship that will lead you to having loving relationships. There's different types of uh, those foundational habits. The other one I was thinking is like working out is a great foundational habit to build because then it sprouts a bunch of new habits and makes it easier to eat right because you already like worked out that day. It makes it easier to like makes it easier to manage your stress because you've already done something to manage your stress earlier in the day. So that's another good example of like, you have a smoking habit. I guarantee you if you're working out every day, you're going to be less inclined to smoke because you're putting in all this time to work out. And so it's good to start picking out habits in your life that you can consider as pillars and are foundational to leading to other good habits. And I think mindset 
and fitness are just two easy ones to start with that if you can like cultivate, it'll unlock, it'll reduce friction for you to get the other things that you want out of your habits. I agree. Mind, body, spirit. So what are some strategies that we can use to actually start building on all these positive habits that Brad is talking about? Um, I'm going to give you a personal example to start because it was the single most thing that I point back to all the time, which is starting small. I had a goal when I first started to lose weight of just doing five minutes a day on the elliptical slash stairmaster type thing that I have. Five minutes a day. It sounds ridiculous, but here's the thing. I wanted to do two things with that five minutes a day. Number one, I wanted to develop a habit that no matter what, every single day I did at least five minutes of exercise. Some days I would do a lot more than five minutes, but every single day I did five minutes and that turned my identity into somebody who works out every single day, even if it was only five minutes, but also I started actually doing it. And I started actually building up small wins because imagine you go from wanting to work out every day for, you know, 15 years in my life, I wanted to lose weight and I would work out one day and then I wouldn't work out again, or I would work out for two weeks and then I would stop. But imagine when you do something every single day for 30 days and then 60 days and then 90 days you really start to build up your confidence, even if it's something as small as doing it for five minutes a day. And over time, I increased that. I slowly increased it to 10 minutes a day, then 15 minutes a day, then 30 minutes a day, then 45 minutes a day. But it started with five minutes a day for literally two months. So start small. If you have big habits, you could break them into chunks. So for example, if you have a habit, if you have a goal to you know, in your business, send a hundred cold emails a day. You could break it up into sending 20 at a time. If you have a goal of doing a hundred pushups in a day, you could break it up into set to 10. Um, you can stack habits. So for example, if you, um, every, you, you already have habits in your life, right? We already said that 40% of your life is determined by habits. So pick one of the habits that you already have, like brushing your teeth or, eating breakfast and stack another habit with that. So for example, I, my, uh, in my, uh, house, in my condo, I pass my chin up bar every time I want to go to the bathroom and I work from home. I drink a lot of water. I drink a gallon of water a day or more. I pee a lot. So every time that I walk to the bathroom, I do five pull-ups and it's just a way to step like my, I don't know about calling going to the bathroom a habit, but it is going to the bathroom is a habit. Obviously you do it regularly every day, consciously, hopefully. And, um, and you can stack a habit on top of that. Same thing with like brushing your teeth. You could say, I'm going to do 10 pushups in the morning. Every time I brush my teeth or whatever the case may be, habit stacking is a very effective method because you're already in the mode of a habit with whatever you're going to stack it with. Um, another thing to, be aware of is never missing two days in a row. If you miss one day, big deal shit happens, but never miss two days in a row. Make that a rule in your life and it'll be a lot easier to stay on track all the time. And then lastly is something Brad alluded to earlier, which is just be aware of your environment, right? Like if you are, have a goal to not snack and not eat like shit, then don't have snacks and shit food in your pantry. Uh, that was one of the biggest reasons for me that helped me stop snacking. Um, if you 
are, you know, trying to strength train every day and you know you're not going to go to the gym, buy some resistance bands or, you know, just start doing push up. Like, I literally bought a treadmill, an elliptical, a Peloton, and a functional trainer and a dumbbell set and put it all in my condo because every gym membership I've ever gotten, I paid for it. I never went to it. So I'm not saying you need to do all that and spend all that money, but I literally created the environment in my house that I had no excuse. And if I didn't work out, I was just an absolute wussy for buying all this stuff, putting it in my condo 20 steps away, and I didn't do it. Um, So being aware of your environment is also very important. Um, and there are, can I, can I it. identify a, a theme here across yeah. all of the, the different things that we've talked about when it comes to habits, you should be making it as easy on yourself as possible. You should be hacking your habits. I don't think, I don't think we think that that stands true for everything in your life. Like oftentimes it's good to go do hard things to push yourself and to get better. But when we're talking about building habits, you should be taking every shortcut possible because these are the foundational mini actions that will eventually lead to bigger actions and put you in a position to go pursue hard things. But when you're building this foundation, take every shortcut possible. And the habit might be the hard thing, but make it easy as possible to do the hard thing. 100%. So this is, this is an area of life where you should be trying to shortcut everything. You should be shortcutting your way into these habits. And so I think that's an important way to look at whenever you're trying to build a habit. It's like, How can I hack doing this? How can I make as little friction in my life as possible to get moving on this and to do it many times in a row? And I think you are the perfect evidence of just doing it a little bit a lot of times turns into success. I know that I've felt that in my own life before. It was with running. It was actually after I talked with you about just learning to be a runner because it was something I didn't enjoy doing. So I wanted to do it to just pursue the challenge of working on something that I didn't love doing that was physical, but it started out with five minutes and now it's turned into 45 minutes and an hour. And it took time to build up into that, but it just started with five minutes and it got so much easier after I just started doing it for five minutes. Like it was hard to make the decision on the five minutes, but once I crossed that bridge then like eventually from zero to five was hard. So I'm trying to make that as easy on yourself as possible from five to 45 minutes in a day, not hard. So that was just like this massive evidence to me that it's just like, just, just get fucking started. And then from there, things kind of start taking care of themselves. Like your body and your brain start taking care of the rest of it. If you just tell it, this is what we're doing now. This is who I am now. So that goes perfectly into the last setup, which is how to make your habits stick. And what you just said explains it, right? Like you said, I, my goal was to run five minutes a day, which really means your goal was to become a runner. Your goal wasn't to run a marathon. Your goal was to become a runner. My goal wasn't to lose a hundred pounds. It was to live a healthy lifestyle. Every time I set a goal of losing a hundred pounds, I failed for 15 years in a row. I failed. I set a goal to lose 20 pounds. I failed, but I set a goal to live a healthy lifestyle. And three years later, I'm still living a healthy lifestyle. So 
That is the most important thing is building it into your identity. We talk about this on so, you know, we talk about this on so many episodes, but really your current behaviors are a reflection of your identity. So what you really need to do is decide the person that you want to become, decide the identity that you want to have, decide the habits that you want to embody, and then prove to yourself that you are that person with small wins, just like we were talking about five minutes a day, you know, 10 pushups, whatever it is, 10 emails a day, little things that prove to your steps that begin to give you the proof that you are who you are. You know, there's there's three layers of behavior change. The first one is what typic, people typically build their goals around, which are outcomes, right? An outcome would be losing weight or making money. Um, that is a level of change. The second layer is what you typically build your habits around. It's about changing your process. So this is you know, implementing a new routine at the gym or developing a meditation practice, sticking to a new diet, something like that, where it's a a new habit, right? But the third and the deepest layer of change by far is building a new identity. And this is about changing your beliefs, your worldview, your self-image, your judgments, um, you know, everything that has to do with who you are as a person. So it's under, it's it's important to understand the different layers of behavior change, because once you understand that you know, changing your identity is the most powerful way to make a habit stick, you'll start to really think about who you want to be as a person. And obviously, it's very important to make that decision. Um, So if there's anything you want to add to that, Brad, let's do it. But I know there are some audience exercises for today. And uh, we could leave them with those. You just crushed it. That was uh, extremely well broken down almost like a breakdown by Brad. And uh, <laughs> I should have let you do that one. <laughs> uh, so uh, audience exercise for today. So first thing to do is write down two habits that you would like to become part of your identity. So what are two habits that you want to add that you are currently not doing today? And then we'll keep it simple. The next thing is write down in specific detail how you plan to execute on that habit and then stay consistent with it. And so the key here is to visualize first visualize yourself doing the habit. I want you to write down the steps of how you're going to do the habit. And then using the tactics we talked about earlier in the episode, talk about how you're going to stay consistent with, with them. How are you going to change your environment? How are you going to uh, how are you going to start small? How are you going to break it into chunks? What are the things you're going to do to reduce the friction to make that habit stick? And so I think we can leave it off there. That's perfect. Yeah, you're, sorry you're the, you ma- you're my- the master of habits, man. This is, no. uh, this was great. You are. I'm sorry if you heard my dog the last few seconds, I was trying to scramble, but you know what? It is what it is. We're not perfect and we never will be. And we're just striving for perfection, but we're striving for improvement, not perfection. It's the pursuit of being a mindset mogul. Yeah, I'll get some uh, audio cancellation here soon. But all right, Brad, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, like, comment, do everything. Dislike if you didn't like it. We appreciate it all. Thank you so much. We will see you in the next episode. See you soon.